0: Talking Scott Lim now, the Bridgewater Head Football Coach, as they get set for Wilkes College coming up this weekend on the Chesapeake Challenge. They're part of the Cape Henry Bowl coming up this week, and we've talked about um, the ODAC and their league kind of merging and having some bowl games here in the postseason. And uh, just kind of expand on that a little bit, Coach, and just how beneficial that is for you guys at the Division Three level to, to be able to play a, an 11th game and just get more opportunities for your guys. Sure. I mean, we've talked about how difficult it is to make the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, 28, 28 automatic qualifiers, four at-larges um and and so for leagues that that don't do it i mean you know as you look around division three there's there's some nine and one teams that had great seasons have all american type players that um you know just pat you on the back and say hey you know have a great fall or you know see you next year or you know you had a great career and and good luck in your next endeavor and um and and hey sports is is can be brutal in that way too i mean you know sports uh eventually none of us are good enough you know at some point and that's why <laughs> there's no know, question if we coach that's why we coach and that's why we do radio <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right exactly and so uh no i think i think for our guys to to have this extra opportunity and you know for for both conferences that want to get together and, and do this i mean it, i think it makes sense it makes sense for our student athletes and and so many other sports you know you get a you get a postseason opportunity right. just in your league and your conference and so um you know to to have the kind of season we did i think we earned earned the right to be able to play in it and um, you know, we'll look forward to going up there tomorrow and and seeing what they have, and then Saturday competing.
0: Are you seeing more of this happen at the Division three level, or, or some leagues are starting to do some of this? So there's just some extra opportunities. Yeah, I
1: mean, it, it's been pretty common in the, in the Northeast. I think just because of proximity, you know, right. I mean proximity. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, you know, leagues want to do it, but they also want to make it make financial sense for themselves, and right. you know, not not to cost the schools and. Um, and so it's it's been a common thing for the schools that have combined back into the landmark to where they, they may have played already because the Mac and Centennial two leagues that most of these teams came
0: from play a play a bowl game already. Okay. We're talking about Bridgewater head football coach Scott Lem, they get set for Wilkes College coming up. Or Wilkes University again coming up this weekend, and you know let's let's go back to last week. The winner for Guilford to wrap up the regular season. Again, you needed to get a win to, to make sure you did have an extra game. Um, you guys played pretty well in that, that football game. Were you happy with how you played? Yeah, I mean we really jumped all over
1: them in the second yeah. quarter, and, and I mean we had the ball and we scored, it, you know, to start the second quarter. But uh, we, you know, we really finished out the, well, the that quarter well as we went into halftime. And I think, I mean, you know, if there was a disappointment, it was really how we played in the third. We we had two drives that came up short, one where we had a field goal blocked on some miscommunication. A, one of our wings thought we had a fake going and he didn't. <laughs> and he was running the fake and we were running the kick, and, and the man that he was supposed to block. That could uh, be a problem. Yeah, blocked the ball. And then uh, and then we had another another drive come up short for another field goal. And so uh, to to only get those ten points in the second half, we we would have liked to, you know, get more on offense. Right. And obviously, you know, had a big – uh pick six by sean harris two-time senior captain and and uh fifth year guy for us and and so that that was really that's meaningful. awesome on, on but, yeah. senior day isn't it oh uh, i mean that that was that was that was so good and, and so for him to be able to have that way and, and he's just a guy on our team that's so well respected so well you know uh just listened to and, and has been such a yeah. leader
0: two-time captain and can't say enough good things about him okay, the eagles finished 7-3 with that 47-15 win last week over Guilford was it an emotional day with all the seniors yeah it always is I mean yeah. and
1: hearing Jamari talk uh, uh, earlier of you know it's their senior day here and uh, something that I addressed with the, with our team is we had so many so we had 20 26 guys mm-hmm. walking um and so to to know hey their emotions are going to be running high you know mom's going to be crying you know dad right. dad's going to be you know shaking his hand and and it, 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 or whoever they walked with in their escorts and um to have that feeling and know, okay, and for us it was defined. We got to practice at Jobson this week, but those guys will never compete there again. And so to to have that be the end of their experience there at home and, and for the crowd that came out, had a great crowd that day. Uh, and, and we had a great first drive. I mean, I thought that was something that we, we really wanted to be able to have. Had to have two fourth down conversions on it. We're pretty aggressive on that drive, but, but to score right away was really – was really special. I, I think it also helped kind of calm
0: some nerves. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, get off to a good start like that. And Kennedy wraps up his regular season, 144 yards, a couple touchdowns, and just he just continued. He had an unbelievable year, didn't he?
1: He he really and did. It's not it, done yet. That's right. That's right. And and you say that word unbelievable. And to begin the year, I didn't think he would have this kind of year. Yeah. We were really searching for who our running back might be. We were using some wide receivers back there in, in camp and trying to generate just some. How do we get some speed back there? And and ultimately uh he took he took over the position and players do that at times and, and so you love you, you hope love people step some, up like that that's right that's right and you know uh great line of you know you want to you want to trust in your teammate but at the same time I mean you expect you have that expectation in them and so uh maybe I should have had more of an expectation in him early on when and I
0: look at that Susquehanna game here he had six carries six carries what was I
1: thinking what was I thinking <laughs> and um and, and and really you know you think back on I mean those are the mistakes you make early on and yeah i um, glad he had the kind of, of games beyond that that uh, he did, and, you know, we'll look to, to see what he can do on Saturday, and, and hopefully our line can open up some some holes for him, and we know he'll create some things on his own, but uh, I think this is
0: a group that, you know, we got to get him to the second level and then let him be him. You know, obviously, we're talking to Scott Lemming, and the Bridgewater head football coach. They get set for Wilkes University this weekend in the Cape Henry Bowl up in wilkes Pennsylvania. Is this week obviously you want to win this football game and you're going to go try and make this a, a business trip and go win it? But is it a time to have some fun this week? Does it change your preparation at all? Um, is it just kind of business as usual?
1: Yeah, I mean we have uh, uh, we, we have a few coaches in, in Kyle Perky interned with Bob Trot here at, at JMU <laughs> and he always says you know Coach Trot always he made the joke of you know how do you spell fun? W I N. And, so, and know, that's true. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's really been our main focus yeah. is, you know, we, we want to win. Winning is fun. And we'd, li- we'd like to celebrate together and, and you know, w- work for that result. And, yeah. uh, and, and we, now we did some different things this week. I mean, obviously with the extra week of practice to, to continue to have some guys that, that aren't going to make the trip with us be able to, t- to keep doing our things and develop mm-hmm. and, and really take advantage of not just game planning for this extra week but be able to get an extra
0: week of practice. Well, that's too again. It's just, it's just one week, which in a grand scheme of things, I guess, isn't a, a major thing. But it is a big deal for you guys to to get more reps at the Division three level. You don't get as many off season opportunities with your guys at the Division one level like like they do. So that's right. Yeah. I has mean, this week been pretty important? No,
1: I, I mean uh, this week is really important. I think for us, it's it's so important to be able to win, and uh, and because ultimately, per Division three rules. I mean, I, I get eighteen weeks with our guys. Throughout the entire year, where you know I can tell them you have to be here, and so you know with our off season being voluntary and then you know, it's structured, and there's you know things around that that our strength staff does, but I'm not involved. I'm not I'm not right. there. I can't take attendance. Um, to to be able to get to earn an extra week into that, you know, make it a 19th week, I think is really important. And you know you look around college football, and I think it's why at the major level sometimes it, you know people talk about oh they only have six wins, they're not you know for the bowls and those things, but Man, that, that month, that extra month is yeah. so critical for, for so many different reasons. And, uh, and, and to be able to get that development, it's almost like another spring ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so to have that, you know, is just critical for people's development. I mean, at the end of the day, we're after, you know, student-athlete experience. And so <clears throat> if we can help that and grow that and encourage that, then, then I'm always all for it.
0: John, Scott Lim, head football coach at Bridgewater College. they gets set for Wilkes University coming up this week. At their place, it'll be up in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, the the Cape Henry Bowl. And, um, The landmark conference, they finished um, second in their league. They played Susquehanna. So does it help that they did play a team that, that you played? That you can watch that film and be like, okay, we kind of understand maybe just because of the same athletes that you were able to see? Yeah, I think
1: from a speed standpoint, that's a, yeah. that's a good comparison. Um, you know, and, and hey, we both lost to them pretty, pretty well. And so I, I think, you know, while their record might not be the same as ours going into this game, you know, you can look at that game, and if that's the only thing you're comparing it off of, it pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty comparable. And so, you know, I think we've got to take that approach. And, and it's a unit that, on both sides of the ball, that you see, you know, the ability to to win and beat you. And, and there's a reason why they were second place in their league and, and had a tough out of conference schedule. And right. um, and so, you know, I think it right now there's you know it's one of kind of that zero zero mentality. And and we'd like to be a team that eventually qualifies for the NCAA playoffs. <laughs> and, and so if we can take that kind of mentality into this week, that's what, that's what our staff's been trying to work with our players on, and our players have really bought into it.
0: Again, they're 4-6 overall, but they went 4-2 and two in the landmark conference. So, again, that's why they, they finished second in the league. That's why they're hosting this game. But um, as you mentioned, a, a very tough out-of-conference schedule. But um, just what do you see when you see this team on film? Do they remind you of a, a team in the ODAC, anything like that? Yeah, they really remind us on offense. They remind us of us. You're multiple, uh, move around, run the ball
1: pretty well, uh, throw it effectively. Uh, big quarterback six five two forty so very big yeah yeah bigger than Malcolm uh, not, not a lot of quarterbacks <laughs> around our league are, are that kind of size that 's true and uh and then defensively they really remind me of uh, of washington and lee they 've got okay. a good size defensive front uh, second level guys run well um, pretty consistent coverage wise do it really well um you can tell it 's just they they don 't play a lot of coverages but they can adjust to pretty much everything you do um, and so uh, not a lot of rotating in their group i mean the, the 11 guys we see we're going to see about 11 to 15 on, on defense and so um you know just a, a, uh
0: I, I would say that they would fit right in in the odak and mm-hmm. um, you know and, and be competitive you mentioned the quarterback he has pretty good numbers too seventeen tts three ints so far this year they don't seem to throw it a ton but but they do seem pretty balanced
1: yeah yeah and i would say you know some of those are RPOs. They build in that RPO sure. game. He's got a really quick release. Um, they've got a couple receivers, number three in particular, who's their leading receiver uh, that's pretty yeah. dynamic, lines up in a variety of places. And so I think that, that's one of the challenges in, in just what our defense has had to prepare for. And, and, you know, again, that that's the challenge in defensive football. You think three weeks ago we had to get ready for a wing tee option. <laughs> Last week we had to get ready for just a pure spread. Um, the week before that we had to get ready for kind of a pro-style option and uh-huh. then, you know, now they're having to get ready for just a multiple pro offense that, that's going to move, shift, motion. Um, in their offense, somebody is moving almost 60% of the time. And really? So, wow. Um, they're is gonna, that
0: more than usual?
1: Uh, I, I mean, uh, I think it. if you were playing us, no, um, historically. And But for, for some offenses, yes. You know, some people are going to line up, and that's what they're going to be in. And so – I think what it does is it, it either challenges your communication or it challenges your nonverbal communication. And it mm-hmm. makes you have to talk you know without talking and adjust without, without being able to talk. And just know and, and, and trust that that guy's going to have that expectation
0: that he's going to do his job. You know, we were talking about that with Jamry um, from JMU, just about how there's a lot of trust <coughs> on that defense that uh, you're talking about do, do your job, don't do more than your job trust the guy next to you that he'll do his job, and then that's how good defenses work. Have your guys done a pretty good job of that throughout the entire year of, of having that trust and just doing their job and, and having that communication or nonverbal communication that you're talking about?
1: Yeah, sure. It, it also helps. we got two seniors on our back end no in Val West and, and Aaron Moore who have played a lot of football. And so um, that, that definitely helps, it, you know, having, having experience back there of the guys who do have to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to have covered every single scenario because they can apply a lot of different scenarios. Right. Um, to that, we've got a guy in, in Aaron Nice that's, you know, a future veterinarian, really high really high GPA, uh, just high football aptitude, and, and then Sean Harris on the second level, too, uh, fifth-year guy in grad school right now, and so uh, I think finding the, the right people out there definitely helps, and knowing that they've got the aptitude to be able to understand and, and mm-hmm. apply their calls is an
0: important thing, but...
1: It can be a challenge.
0: Yeah, no doubt. How about the run game? What do you see in the run game? Yeah, I
1: mean, it, like I mentioned, they've got a good, good size offensive front. You know, one of the one of the bigger offensive fronts that we'll see. You know, probably closer to, to Averett size and um, in, a, in an athletic group, uh, they'll play. I think the the biggest challenge for our guys is they'll they'll do the same run out of four or five different personnel groups, mm-hmm. and so you can't kind of focus in and say, okay, it's this personnel group we're getting this run. You know, you can't you can't just. Put things into silos, and then okay, when it's this, it's this. There's no, we we got to really be ready to play it all, yeah. and uh, and so they've got an effective back, uh, really two, and then uh, a third guy who carries the ball a little bit, and then the quarterback can be dangerous with his feet. So I was say he can
0: move around a little bit, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, and they'll substitute, they'll bring in a second quarterback okay. to play sparingly. I wouldn't say he's a full-time guy, but mm-hmm. um, he can definitely he can come in and beat you with the, your feet as well.
0: How about their defense? What kind of stands out when you when you see their D?
1: Yeah, they've got. Uh, um, like I mentioned, a good size up front. I mean, yeah. their defensive ends are 265, not something that we see in the ODAC very often. They've been pretty good against the run this year. They've been pretty good against the run. Uh, a Really solid linebacking core. They, they've got a, a wheel linebacker, backside linebacker that uh, we showed our, our offense in our very first meeting. Made a, a zero-yard tackle from the opposite side of the field to the to the far side of the field. Hard to do. Um, on a sprint-out pass and and just covered. Yeah, you know, not 53 and a third, but gosh, he covered close. about 45. <laughs> yeah, he covered about 45 and yeah. and, uh, and smoked the guy when he got there. And so, <clears throat> you know, excuse me, uh, you know, just a group that can run really well. Um, safeties that you can see are really good communicators. And, again, like I mentioned, they don't play a lot of coverages. And so uh, the ones they do, man, it seems like they know them in and out. And so it, it'll be tough to get behind them. We don't have of, – of the three games that we exchanged, we don't have very many explosion plays where people got past them. It was more of – uh, people catching, running, and, and just uh, <clears throat> being able to make a play off of a broken tackle.
0: I was going to ask you, do you? you so you just exchanged three films? Is that how it works? Yep,
1: that's right. Yeah, so Sunday our film guy got with their film guy and, um, and was was able to, to, you know, with the Internet, it happens pretty quickly through the yeah. huddle.
0: So you're not able to go look at all ten, huh?
1: Well, I mean, you, you could, I guess, if we were able to see their streams and those things. Yeah. But uh, as far as the, the coaches' copies of it, yeah. Um, you know you're able to that, those are the ones you're able to watch so
0: you feel like you've got a pretty good idea though of what they do
1: yeah i think so i mean it, we got three good opponents three good games from them it was their last three so it was a game versus versus Susquehanna like you mentioned yeah. uh Catholic who they came right down to the wire on and mm-hmm. then their final game versus Moravian that was really when you looked at it on paper a very even opponent and so for for them to come out the way that they did and win the win that final game that way <clears throat> excuse me I, I think really kind of shows that their their character and um, you know, the, probably the team that they
0: are at their best. We're talking to Scott Lem, head football coach at Bridgewater College. They get Wilkes University and the Cape Henry Bowl coming up in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania coming up this week. And, again, this game's not going to make or break your season. It's, it's the final one, but it, it – it certainly does help to win. I know you, you, you suffered the loss last year in the bowl game. Uh, d- is that kind of eating at your guys a little bit? That to finish the season the right way? Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I haven't talked to them directly about it, if it, and asked them that. It's definitely been eating at me through the year. I'm <laughs> sure does. You know, it's a big motivator through the off season. Yeah. Um, and, and I hope that you know, I hope that losses are, you know, if if losses are going to be lessons, like you know, kind of be the cliche saying, then you've got to let it sit with you, and you you can't mm-hmm. just move on, you know, and, and wipe it under the rug. I mean, it's got to be something that. Uh, you know, should really be motivating. But I think at the same time, uh, you know, a successful person who's motivated by their success to improve is, you know, that's really a difference maker. And when we say we're looking for difference makers, you know, we're looking for people that can not just handle success, but are able to take their success and grow on that. So uh, I think eight wins would be great in in my time at Bridgewater. It'll be the best two two years in a row that Mm -hmm. we've had. And uh, I think that'd be a real good feather in the cap of our seniors and um, you know, would look forward to have that momentum going into the off season.
0: So, this, no matter what happens Saturday, this has been a pretty special year, hasn't it? It's been yeah, I mean, been it's been rewarding. a special
1: group. Yeah, a special group. Just with everything this group's been through between COVID and um, kind of the, the battle there on not knowing what what's going to happen. That they stuck with it and in um, and, and just all, all the all the things that they've had to go through. And I mean, college is challenging. It's it's hard to finish as a college football player. You know, I mean. Uh, it, we haven't had a lot of guys transfer out of And, and right. you know, this is this is a group that's pretty much homegrown guys. So, uh, you know, just pleased to have been their coach. And, and again, you know, the, I wasn't the head coach that they chose at the time. You know, I was just a coordinator. And so. Um, I believed in you. Yeah, I believed and stuck <laughs> with it. And, yeah. and you know, have, have really laid a great foundation. And, uh, you know, we'll look to see after this week with the group after it does. But, yep. um, man, we'll, we'll work to play the right way this
0: week. Trying to finish it off the right way, get back-to-back eight-win seasons. Again, they'll take on Wilkes-University in the Cape Henry Bowl coming up on Saturday noon as a kickoff up in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Coach, thank you so much. Right, I appreciate you, your luck Dave. this weekend. Right, thank you. Scott Lem, the head football coach at Bridgewater College. That is going to wrap up the show today. Likely next week's show will be on Friday because of uh, the holidays and everything like that, the game with Coastal Carolina for JMU. I'll be with the, the Dukes men's basketball team as well on the road, so we'll be back. And we'll probably have the show next Friday. Here from Bojangles, but again, if you didn't make it out today, you can go to our website, espnharrisonburg.com. You can enter to win a $50 gift card to Bojangles. There's a couple of opportunities remaining this week and next, so get out and do that if you can. I will to wrap things up. Thanks to Jamry Croma and Chris Brooks for coming on. Thanks to Scott Lem and thank you for listening. I'm Dave Rigert. So long, everybody.